It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. I am Amanda. What's your last name, Amanda? <laughs> I mean, I hope you know my last name by now, but I will say it. it's Nduka. <laughs> Just brand yourself. No, my name right. is Dino Ray Ramos. Um, and this week, we have American Gods actress, Yatide Badaki, who is... Fantastic. Yeah, so she so she plays a Bill Quest. Yes, she, she, sorry, she does. She plays a queen. Well, she plays a goddess, but yeah. like she's like well, she, like it's a queen slash goddess. Queen. She's yeah. a multi hyphenate. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, her role. So if you guys are familiar with the book, her her role is is, is sort of like it's, it's not as big, but they expanded it for the TV for the TV series. Mm. Um, I don't know if you watch it. Mm. It's sort of hard to like if if you're not familiar with with the new uh, game and the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's. I mean, for me, I'm not, but I love the show. But it is sort of hard like it's one of those ones you have to pay attention to the whole time like if you miss something you're just going to be completely lost and her power is a power yeah she has yeah she has it's some, an interesting power <laughs> she has some amazing power so if you haven't seen it it's on stars yeah um she also was in this is us she played a nigerian immigrant and she is nigerian guys yeah. and i think was she recurring i think she was a she, recurring she did like character. two episodes yeah. um and then she also has this thing i think yeah. she's still developing it it's this take on alice in wonderland hollywoodland hollywoodland and yeah. it takes place in hollywood so and she, I love, I love how Yatide is a self-proclaimed nerd. Right, she's loves Star Trek, mm-hmm. loves anything with star in the title. Not afraid, <laughs> not, not afraid to voice And I think it. that's just so fun. Right. I love nerds of color. As, I really, exactly, yeah, yeah, especially because really it's like you, you know, you don't usually, see, especially like black Nigerian girls. Right. Yeah, black like, girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I honestly, I don't really know other than like me, my sister. I feel like none of my friends are, are know anything about Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, it just shows that you so. know we're not in a box. Right. And exactly. She, and then she's like super talented, and it was just a really really fun conversation. Right. So here is your today. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you um, for me. We love your story about how you came you lived in Nigeria and then you uh, moved to the states when you were t- you were 12 right mm-hmm. so can you just talk us through how you know your journey um through Hollywood and how you got to where you are right now right it's a it's a, it's a bit of a story mm-hmm. I know we have a limited it's a journey it's a yeah. journey they That's don't call that. it a journey for nothing <laughs> uh, no I'm actually glad you asked that because I, I think um sometimes unwittingly uh, I realize that there's sometimes a bit of a disservice of people not realizing yeah. that it is such a long journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, you run into individuals that go, oh, it hasn't happened and it's right. just been five months. And I go, oh, 
five months. You know, this <laughs> yeah. this has been a lifelong right. journey. Um, so when I moved to the States from Nigeria, I moved to Maryland at 12. And then I started college early, 16 years mm. old. So I was a, oh, wow. a bit of oh, a well, lot of smarty people, pants. Yeah. Well, well, in Nigeria, you start school really early. Oh, well, yeah. smarty exactly. pants. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't do it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I then had the opportunity to go to McGill University, mm-hmm. um, which Montreal is just such a beautiful city. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. I was there last year. For Their the bagels time. are interesting, <laughs> the bagels right? Are incredible. I always oh, like good. how you have like food references <laughs> everywhere. Like Dino knows every single like foods from different places. I don't know, bro. I, yeah. I, I, we could talk about bagels here, but go on. <laughs> yeah, we can do bagels all day. Yeah. Uh, but one of the great things about Montreal is its art scene mm. as mm-hmm. well. And I, you know, I've I've been a geek forever. I've loved storytelling. Mm-hmm for as far back as I can remember. And in Montreal, really got a chance to start to really play. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I was in a meeting with some producers the other day, and they were all, you know, they were all talking about how they had Montreal roots as well. Mm -hmm. And we were going, oh, did you go to that place in the corner with the great, you know, the great supermarket and all of that? Um, But there, I think, a lot of great artists that then came from Montreal, Mm -hmm. and we got to play and, and uh, create things in the tiny little hole-in-the-wall theaters. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like French, but approachable. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you just say French, but approachable. <laughs> right. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, oh, well, no, no shade to French, but yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. But Montreal is a, a, an incredible place, and especially, I think, for you know a young, budding artist to kind of cut uh, their teeth and then after that I was not sure what I was gonna do mm-hmm. uh, I mean, at that point I didn't even have a green card mm-hmm. um, and I had an incredible professor named Myrna Wyatt Selkirk who uh, pretty last-minute rushed together an application for the Erdas in New York Oh nice. and I went down to New York and auditioned and I had that whole I mean you, you've got to have this story every once in a while mm-hmm. of, I had me and my roommate went down. We bought a bag of bagels. Okay, there you go. See, it, goes. <laughs> it all comes back to the bagels um, to last us this weekend because we had nothing. Oh gosh, we had nothing, right? The the hotel room we stayed in. Um, I mean, first off, you didn't even look too closely into the lobby as yeah. you're walking through because you just don't want to look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is one it's one of those places. Yeah, yeah, one of those. And I remember, and I still have a picture of this. Uh, if you wanted light in the bathroom, you had to unscrew the light bulb from the bedroom and screw it into oh, the my bathroom. God. If, I mean, that's if you wanted light while yeah. you were in there. There you go, guys. The struggle <laughs> the is str- real. The struggle is real. Good times. Yeah, though. don't Good take times. advantage of your light. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And uh, I, you know, had an incredible professor approach me from Illinois State University and say, hey, do you wanna? Do you wanna come um, and study there? And uh, you know, in exchange for teaching theater, mm-hmm. uh, you got a two-year free ride. Oh, nice! And um, I, of course, said yes, please. Mm-hmm. And in the summers, we got to do Shakespeare. And from there is where we had a director come down from Chicago and say, "What are you doing after school?" And that's how I got my first professional gig out of school. Mm-hmm. I got to do Nina in The Seagull. Um, I understudied and got to go up. Oh, and then nice. 
that's what started my Chicago theater, my Chicago theater career. Oh, nice. uh, but then you, you know, you have that moment as an actor where you go, this is wonderful, this is interesting, this is great, but can I try to do a bit more? Right. Of course. Right. And of course you feel crazy because yeah. you're like, this is good. This is, this is amazing. I get to tell lovely stories with wonderful people. Mm -hmm. um, so then I did the actor's mecca to L.A., which was, you know, pack everything in the back of the car mm -hmm. oh, wow. and drive from Chicago to Los Angeles. Oh. Um, hopped in a car. Hopped in a car with a dream. With and a yeah. dream. <laughs> I was going to say hop off the plane at LAX. <laughs> <laughs> the dream, in a, but you were in a car. In you're in a car, yeah. So you hopped in a, you hopped out of your car. That's a fancy dream. You just <laughs> yeah, no, see, hopped that's up like, at LAX. That's the bougie version. That's that's a bougie bougie dream. Dream. There, there are some, there, there's some like discrepancies with her story because you don't drive by the Hollywood sign when you're coming from LAX. Oh yeah, <laughs> I drove by the Hollywood <laughs> sign. And no one drives by the Hollywood sign. Yeah, no one does. I feel like the no LAX sign is still sort of like like a Hollywood. No, yeah, it's kind of. But like she's a Hollywood referencing sign. the actual Hollywood oh, sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reports over there. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, um, but yeah, it's the, that's, uh, what is it now? About 12 years later, here we are. Oh, oh my, my God, look at you. Yeah. So like coming from being an immigrant, coming from an immigrant family, obviously yeah. we're seeing a lot of, we were seeing a lot of the, like that community now, but yeah. you know, that, that wasn't something that we saw a lot. Yeah. Not, not too long, not even not too long ago. Yeah. What were, what were the, what were things that worked for you and what were things that sort of were an obstacle for you? Uh, as, as far as, one of the wonderful things about being a TCK, third culture kid, mm. is that you automatically become an observer. You spend a lot of time um, watching and, and learning and taking in information in the new place. Mm. And, and so I think that has been uh, incredibly helpful for me throughout mm. my career, um, uh -huh. the observing. And also, while I was in Nigeria, I went to international school, mm -hmm. and so that created an ear for dialects and right. dialect work, nice. which has yeah. been invaluable. Right, yeah. Um, the, the struggles, I would say, um, is that, well, often when you're first generation uh, from a place like Nigeria, and I would say fairly so, there's a concern of, what are you doing that will keep you secure? Mm -hmm. And right. so telling your family that you want to you know, run into the arts yeah. is not mm -hmm. always met right. with the most <laughs> exactly. joy. All out of concern. Right, right. Rightfully so, too. Rightfully I so. Think, I think Rightfully so. so. Um, the gift of that was having to really distill and clarify why I wanted to do what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. um, and there was there were many leap off moments, um, leap of faith moments, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And those would not have come to me um, if I had gone a different route. And right. I don't think it would have led to 
you know, getting to play in one of the coolest sandboxes ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, with some of the most amazing castmates I could ever have hoped for. You know, I've never heard that term TCK. Yeah, I've oh. never either. Yeah, and we're both, well, like, my, my parents, yeah, yeah yes. my parents immigrated from Philippines. Interesting. Yeah. But, like, the when you were talking about it, it's like all, it's true, because we, when we are being raised in our specific, like, families, we're in, essentially in a bubble at home. Right. Mm. We're engrossed in, like, the Nigerian culture or the Filipino culture and we're like mm. oh that's what we know but then we go outside you're like oh this is a whole new thing right. yeah. now we have to kind of balance the mm-hmm. two and like mm-hmm. oh how do we kind of create a marriage between the two and not disrupt exactly absolutely. yeah absolutely and mm. uh, I, I believe the term was created um, when uh, army children were being studied oh right and, and the idea is that uh, an individual comes from one culture into another culture, which creates in itself a third it's culture. Oh my yeah. God! That's a good that's learning. A good <laughs> <laughs> no, I Teachable like that. Teachable moments. Right? No, <laughs> I like that. I love. Yeah, I TCK. Yeah. Yeah, because like you. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like that. <laughs> TCK. You are teaching way. us. <laughs> you know I'm a geek, right? <laughs> no, I like because like my dad was in the Air Force. Mm, yeah, so yeah. There you yeah. go. There you go. Oh my God. Okay then. Oh, when you were coming, you know, when you were, you know, in school and, you know, going through your career, even when you landed here in L.A. Mm. or drove into L.A. Uh, <laughs> oh. You're a bougie version. <laughs> not, not the bougie. We're, we're in the budget version. Um, was there a particular person or TV show or film that spoke to you and you're like, oh, okay, I want, kind of want to model my career after this or this is what I, you know, want my for the lack of a better term, brand mm. to be. I, I don't think I even heard that term brand yeah. for many uh, yeah, that's like for a new many thing. years. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do remember one of the first performances I saw that absolutely blew my mind. Um, I mean, apart from everyone already knows I'm a Star Trek geek, so mm-hmm. that's, that's a whole other conversation yeah. that'll take, you know, two days. Yeah. Uh, but in as far as just performance, mm. The first time I saw Sophie's Choice, I was in shock and awe. First off, I kept on looking everywhere, trying to research who this Polish actress was. That's how convincing she was. Um, And we're talking about, you know, things like TCK. One of the details that she added to that performance that I absolutely believed that Mm -hmm. English was a second language for her is because a lot of times I think in performance, when people do a dialect, they do a dialect. Mm -hmm. But it's something that goes into your body, too. And you could see her say a word, search inside her body for what the real translation of what she was trying to say was. Mm. And you saw her go through that journey. So I absolutely believed. It was such uh, an intricate detail. I absolutely believed that English was not her first language. Then I find (laughs) out, oh, it's this incredible actress called Meryl Streep. I was so... I was sold from that moment. Yeah. And I was just so, I mean, as we all are. Uh, you've heard right. that joke. They say that she can't be tried in a court of law. Who, Meryl because, Streep? Meryl Streep, because they can't find a jury of her peers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that's a good one. <laughs> oh, God, Meryl. Yeah, I know. For Meryl, real. Uh-huh. yeah. 
Let's just marinate on Meryl. Meryl. Yeah, Meryl. Yeah. I saw the, the, the new trailer for Big Little Lies, the second season. Oh. And, and the very end, she pops up. Oh, bless. And, and her and Reese are having this exchange. I mean, I tweeted this joke. But I I'm love that. Tweeting it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, she's like, oh, I want you to tell me the truth, but I know I'm not going to get it from you. And I was all bitch. And I'll, but then, then I tweeted, I was like, I'm just like, oh, I firmly believe that Miranda Priestley is, uh, is retired from Runway and she goes to Monterey. I made it a whole story. And then that Alexander Skarsgård is her long lost son oh, and she's oh investigating gosh. his death. That's my story. I would, I would watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm my interested. body's ready. I'm interested. I'm interested. Um, <laughs> so let's talk American Gods. Y'all, yes. yeah, you yes. play Queen Bilquis, who is. A, a, a real goddess. Well, you're a goddess. Well, I guess the queen. She's too. a queen. Queen, she's a queen, queen but she's also a goddess. You know? right? um, she's a queen goddess. Queen goddess. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, how familiar? You, you say you're you're a, a, a self-proclaimed, I guess, geek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that term is so cool. Is that geek is, is cool? like okay? Is that geek is term? like like street cred now. I, I think. think so too, to be honest. <laughs> Like, um, but how familiar were you with uh, with the novel, with Neil Gaiman's novel, before you signed on? Huge Neil Gaiman. Okay, okay. okay. Huge well, if you're Neil a Gaiman, geek, then you yeah, have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... It's like yeah. a, as soon as you proclaim it, someone knocks on your door. <laughs> right? Here you go. Here you go. Here's your copy of American Gods. Actually, well, then it you know took ten years in between yeah. that, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, it happened. But still, it happened, which is incredible. Exactly. Uh, but yes, I I've been a huge Neil Gaiman fan, um, and I I had read the book when it came out in two thousand one. Mm. Uh, the idea that I would be sitting here right now talking to you about it. <laughs> nonetheless talking to you about it uh, in regards to Bilquis yeah. would never have crossed my mind at that moment. Actually, let me let me retrace that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it didn't cross my mind. It was a dream. Right. Mm -hmm. Literally a dream. Um, and that's what I get to do now. And then oh, they, they, they actually expanded her, right? Like she goes beyond, yes. your character's beyond what, what the books had. Yes, yeah. in, the, yeah. uh, in the book, I, I don't think it's a spoiler for anybody, mm. but she had two scenes. Mm. Um, you met her and then she died. Oh. <laughs> and so it was a very quick. Yeah. It was a very. But uh, do gods really die? That is, you know, somebody's been watching. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Right, exactly. That's it, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they expanded um, just above and beyond, and now there are all these adventures, which for me is a joy as well each time right. I get a script because yeah. I go, I, I get to read even right. more American Gods. Right. How do you feel like your character sort of resonates with, with women? Women today, because of her power. Yeah. <laughs> power is very interesting. I mean, her power yes. is like there's there's a lot of nuance with her power. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, there were there was a lot of resonance uh, through all the seasons. One one thing that's been very interesting to me is uh, women and power. Um, and there's a lot of there are a lot of things going on right now that I think are um, interacting not necessarily in the best ways with women's agency mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and power. And you see Bilquis go through that journey through the ages as well. You also see the idea of, uh, I, I've been very fascinated by powerful women when I see them and what it 
does to me as a viewer, mm-hmm. as a fan. I mean, we can say Oprah. And no, I think yeah. Everybody yeah. Our, does. Our, our, everybody, your eyes light up. Yeah, you exactly. You light up, right? Yeah. You, I, I, I sit up straighter, you know. Mm-hmm. I, um, and seeing different individuals uh, who own power, I, I, I've been really fascinated by what it does to on the other side mm-hmm. as a viewer. And what it's been resonating is this idea of being able to see powerful women. It almost gives the permission back to own that power within right. yourself. Yeah. Because I think we spend a lot of time being told to, to you know, calm yeah. down, yeah. slow down, be a little less, yeah, yeah, be, yeah. A li- um, be quieter. Right. Um, and so it's been such a joy to play this woman, this goddess, mm-hmm. who I get the sweetest messages from people, both men and women. Really? Like what, who what do they respond say? to they they say, Oh, someone even wrote this incredible poem about the line worship me. Mm. Um and she's, uh, it ends, you know, Bill Quiz is me. I, I need to remember the name so I can give you a shout out because it was the most beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Um, and saying that exactly, that it gave permission to, you know, can I swear here? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to yeah, own it. Yeah. Um, and that, for me, is everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like you mentioned kind of Bilquis's character. She she takes agency over her body. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, when you were reading the book back, I guess, in 2000 and what was it? When, 2001. 2001. Yeah. 2001. Yeah. And then even now when you're on the show, how were you just amazed at how political this 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 book was and how the story is and how it's yeah. kind of relevant to today? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's. It always astounds me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the story of women and power and agency is a, is a, a long, mm. long one yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that reaches far back. But in many of the, the topics that came up in this book, I think we're all astounded how, how topical it became right now. Mm. Um, as you it's know, like perfect time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, I, I'm. I'm not completely convinced are uh, uh, that Neil Gaiman doesn't have a you know like, magic ball like, somewhere. Yeah, you know, like time, a time machine, <laughs> a time machine, machine like yeah. something, or a crystal ball. Uh, a crystal ball. Yes, yeah. that's that's exactly what I meant. Uh, he's and the fact that we also shoot a whole season. Um, like way ahead of time. Ahead of time, and, and then so it like, airs, yeah. and we see we see these these topics reflected back. It's, but I I believe that's also part of what artists do. Right. Mm. right. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think you you not only have your finger on the pulse of the time, you're looking at the trends and the patterns that, and in a way, predicting what looks like it may be coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which we of course set out to do on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like so with with sci-fi fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why do you think marginalized communities, you know, relate to it so much and connect with these these kinds of stories so much? Oftentimes, I found in fantasy um, and sci-fi is you often deal with the idea of other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you also deal with the idea of possibility. Uh-huh. And I think those two things are something that uh, resonate deeply yeah. they with do. marginalized societies. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even with that, though, it's always interesting to see sometimes uh, visually when you have futuristic societies and you go, wait, but where did all the minorities go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, we exist in the future. We exist in the future. That, that's where you have movements like um, uh, Afrofuturism, oh, African yes. futurism coming in saying, wait a minute, hold on. We exist in the future as well. Uh, and I think we're starting to see that shift happening. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But Star Trek has always that's been like what I was gonna <laughs> say. Star Trek. No, that's what I was going to say. Star Trek has been like that the whole it's time. It's been way ahead of its time. Most people don't even remember that. The first episode of Next Generation, my geek is so <laughs> No, geek out. Love it. Okay. Let the flag fly. So remember Deanna Troy's, she, her first uniform, she used to have this really short mini skirt okay. that people have said a lot of things about. But then I point back to if you go back to the first episode and they're wandering around that that um, public space, there are men wearing that too. Mm. Now that went mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Oh! But that first episode, they were doing something that I mean, people wouldn't even get back to for how many years after mm. that. Um, but what I really enjoyed about Star Trek was it was one of those first places where you saw a, a positive future. Mm. There there are so many post-apocalyptic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, like and a, everyone was just terrified yeah, of the future. Um, but Gene Roddenberry and, and those early uh, iterations uh, proposed a world where where we evolved and we did better, and we grew yeah. up. And we weren't mm. such trash. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wasn't there still, like, trashy, like, different things? Well, but here was the thing, too, is that they were never perfect. Uh, there were episodes where they would go back and, and revisit something that they did that mm-hmm. caused absolute mm-hmm. harm. But that continued pursuit uh, of the right thing of attempting mm-hmm. to do the right thing, uh, that has stuck with me, and I, I think that was a very powerful message. It makes to send me want to go back and watch it. Oh. I, have, I wasn't oh, a Star I mean, Trek what, person. I mean, like, oh, so. it's like Star Trek, Star Wars, like yeah. all these worlds. Yeah. You, they just have these creatures walking around, minding yeah. their business, and no one's disturbing <laughs> them. I like just, yeah. someone with five heads. They're like, oh, hey, how are <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I actually, I just started the Orville because they were at, and I had to oh, watch yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah. I actually, really, this is a really cool show. And I'm, yeah. you, what you were saying sounds like the Orville, so I'm sure, like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, they took it. they probably took a lot from Star Trek. I, I but, think there's a little bit of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, but that sounds influence. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked. We just talked about this earlier, but you're doing an Al- or you you shot an Alice in Wonderland reimagining yes. project. Yes. Um, what can you tell us about that, and where did that idea sort of come from? The it's uh, called Hollywoodland mm-hmm. now, um, okay. and it is it came from. You know, seeing the Hollywood sign when I got off the plane. <laughs> off the plane on, and you're with a cardigan. You were in a cardigan, too. Don't forget. <laughs> Who wears a cardigan? Like, right off the plane. Sorry, I'm just really digressing. Or imagine, like, reimagine the right. scene. I was like, I, I want to visit that scene you're talking about. Like, yeah, I want to visit this girl right. coming off LAX. Okay, sorry, go on. Okay. Um, 
but the it came from the uh, the varied stories and experiences of uh, women uh, that I've known in the industry. Um, and there were many moments where things appeared absolutely absurd. Mm. Absolutely absurd. Uh, like a, almost a hat or tea party absurd mm-hmm. moment. Um, and, and these characters started speaking mm-hmm. and then started seeing these corollaries. Uh, and it became this interesting combination of the, the two worlds. Um, and so it became uh, Alice in Wonderland influenced very heavily by mm. Hollywood. Nice. Is it like, it's like modern day Hollywood? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. What are some of the instances? I'm just curious. <laughs> some of the instances. Um, like you can just give us one. Uh, just one. Yeah. Okay. Um, for example, uh, she's at tea, but she's filming, and Hatter is saying, you know, why aren't you drinking? And she says, there's only film in this cup, and there's actual celluloid in the cup. Mm. Um, and Hatter, is, as director, is absolutely confused as to why this girl won't just shut up and drink the celluloid that's in her cup. Mm. Uh, the, the idea that there's an expectation of something that's absolutely absurd, but mm. everyone like around expects it to yeah. be a norm. Oh, cool. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what else can you tell us for your, about your character? There's, like, there's two more episodes left in this, mm-hmm. in this yeah. season. And then obviously there's a, you, there's a third season. Um, yeah. What can you tell us? What, what can we expect from, from your character? Ooh, there's Guts. a fun episode coming up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Is this the penultimate? Like the yeah, second the to last one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second to last. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, Wait, when does this come out? This, this is, is gonna. Oh. I, well, will we? I, well, it will be out. The episode will come out after, probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So you <laughs> could, you could, but people yeah. still, people still delay their watching. Right. So spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Okay. So spoiler. <laughs> well, no, no spoilers. Okay. But it's a very um, Mad Sweeney heavy episode. Mm, okay. I like him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I had like this conversation with so people come up to me all the time. They say, "I really like that no, leprechaun." I'm like, "Yes, he's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you." <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh, so it's we, we we get to go into Sweeney's history this oh, uh, this yeah. okay we kind of we got to fun. go into Shadow's history too, which is really yeah, cool. which was incredible. Yeah, I um, think any time that we get to um, explore the backstories with individuals, it's it's always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But with Bilquis, the, the the next two, I mean, we've been talking about women in power, and will we get to see her full power? <laughs> <laughs> The full extent of the her full, power. Like, no, Will she go full Dark Phoenix <laughs> on us? <laughs> I love that reference. Thank you. Um, it's, I mean, there's always more power yeah. to be yes. had, right? Uh, <laughs> that sounded really powerful. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but the, the, you definitely see her reaching new heights yes, and in new ways. Dark and <laughs> then possibilities of new avenues as well. Okay. Um, so, yes. Yes. I think okay. that was pretty special. Yeah. No, no, that's that good. Broad that strokes. Very, very broad, broad strokes. strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keeping us wanting yeah. more. It's the, you did your job. You did your job well. So just to wrap it up, we like yeah. to end with a fun couple of questions. We call it the facts or the FAQs. Okay. Um, so the first question is, if you weren't acting, what would you be doing? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> question. UN ambassador. Pretty- 
Ooh. There you go, in a cardigan. <laughs> Stepping off at LAX. <laughs> Just Ooh. continuously in a loop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a UN ambassador a UN in a cardigan. <laughs> Make way. Um, so, okay, we talked about your geekdom. Yes. yes. What are you geeking out about right now? Currently. Besides Star Trek, we yeah, know that's yeah. a, well, that's a constant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Star Wars. Oh my God. <laughs> All let's, the stars. Let's talk about yeah. that. Ooh. Wait, the the, the trailer. The yes. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't watch it. Ooh. I haven't seen the last Jedi. You can see yet. it on my Instagram. Yeah. Page. <laughs> I haven't seen the last. But Jedi that yet. opening. Shivers, shivers. Right? Really? Yes. And yes. I almost cried when they show Carrie Fisher. Okay, Aww. don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so you're you're geeking about Star Wars. Yeah. So geeking out about okay. that. Yeah. I can't. I can't We're, wait. Wait. So um, you didn't go to the Star Wars celebration, or would you have gone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do I need, do I I need, I I was actually talking with someone going, how do we get to the Star Wars premiere? Like, how do we do it? We need to, we have a couple of months to make this happen. Oh yeah, because it's December, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone knows, I'm just saying, if you have the hookup. Yeah, we'll manifest that for you. (laughs) Love it. Um, So we're going to do a little pop quiz. Pop quiz. How well do you know your Greek goddesses? (laughs) So I'm just going to, I'm going to name what they're affiliated with and you're going to tell us the name of the person. Oh, I'm terrible at pop quiz. These are, these are pretty easy. Yeah, these but are these are th- you don't understand. Someone asks me my name in a pop quiz, <laughs> and, and like, I'm like, it's uh, yeah. It starts with a Y. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's do this. Oh, bless. okay, okay. So this who who is the goddess of war? Um. Um. Oh my gosh, Athena. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I'm like really surprised. You're surprised. Why that's, the surprised? Only, that's the only one that I would have known. That's the only one I would have known too. Yeah. Who is the goddess of love and beauty? Aphrodite. Okay. Yes, girl. You know easy. your stuff. The goddess, the goddess of marriage and birth. Uh, Hera? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to give you a clue. But she, he, she's Zeus's wife, or, or like partner. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Common law marriage. They go through, they go through yeah, it. They go through they it. Go through this it. one I didn't know, but I the know. goddess of Earth. Um, Not oh Io. I'm thinking of the wrong. Um, um, Persephone's mom. Oh, look at you! <laughs> you said I don't know. Right, oh, uh, but I know, I know, I know her. Should we give her a hint? Because of the G. Because <laughs> of the G. It's not got yeah. Yeah, oh. that's it. <laughs> See, you know, you were like, I don't you know. know your Greek goddesses. Look girl. at you trying to trying to play I us. I was not. That was good. Not. That, that, you got four out of four. Four that's out good. of four. Oh, um, so our last question, we ask this to all of our guests: Is there underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, writer, storyteller, producer, whoever, mm-hmm. that you that's not in the mainstream that you think deserves more shine? Uh, there's actually name as many as you as can. many. Okay, well, I want to start off actually with a whole group of people, mm-hmm. um, casting directors. Oh, uh, I know there's still not an Oscar c- category, and yeah. these are individuals. Look, uh, I you know I'm gonna go streetcar des- mm-hmm. uh, desire mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers, and in so many ways, I would not be sitting here right now if mm-hmm. it wasn't for all these. In- incredible casting directors mm. who had helped along the way. Uh, now, someone that I geek out a lot over who I think has an incredible voice, and I'm so excited, and she's doing such wonderful things, Kawena Harry okay. uh, Jacobs, who plays uh, Sam Blackrow in American Gods, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. is also, I believe, Lilith now in The Order. Mm-hmm. 
She also writes. Yeah. And yeah. she directs. Oh, nice. And this young woman has such a voice. Yeah. Such a voice. Um, I am so excited to see what she continues to do. Yeah. And I, I, I'm hoping everybody gets on this ride nice. with her now and say, I knew her back then. Yeah. Yes. I, um, I met her. Um, she was at, wonderful. Was she at the American Gods? She would have. Oh, she yeah. would have been. She would have been. Okay, okay. I think you know um, you're talking about. Gosh, there's so many yeah. people. I mean, we all know Dierra Kilpatrick. Oh my God, okay. she was our. She was. Oh our, yeah, she was our very. Wasn't she our very second, second guest? She's our oh, very second guest. guest. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's on the last OG now. I just yeah. Her and she was on. She was on that awesome episode of the comedian, the uh, yeah. the Twilight Zone. Twilight then, Zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but around that same time I met her was this uh, this woman called Avita Castine. Okay. She directed me in one of my first student films. She has such an interesting uh, visual style, uh, such an interesting voice as a writer, and she is an artist that is doing new uh, new things and pushing the boundaries. So yes. Avita Castine. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Great. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much for being. This was. I love this conversation. Yeah, this was, was so, wonderful. It was so fun. <laughs> I had a blast. No, thank yeah, you for, thank stopping, you for by. stopping by. Yeah. Thank you. You're always welcome me. back. <laughs> and a cardigan. Right. And a cardigan <laughs> at LAX. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.